1: This episode is brought to you by Squarespace.
0: Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project, whether you're showcasing your work, selling products, whatevs.
1: Yeah, it's so easy. You could probably go to squarespace.com build and accidentally make an awesome website.
0: <laughs> and when you're ready to launch that accidental website, use the offer code SPILLED to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
1: I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any.
0: Today, we are talking about that classic sandwich, the BLT. What's that? <laughs> so, okay, just, just for, for anyone who has perhaps been living under, I don't know, under under like under a boulder. several strips of
1: crispy bacon. Yeah. Uh,
0: so the BLT sandwich boulder, is... Boulder,
1: lettuce, and tomato.
0: It's bacon, lettuce, and tomato. And I feel kind of sad that, like, bread, which is the fourth ingredient, a fourth necessary ingredient in a BLT, unless mm-hmm. you're, like, paleo.
1: <laughs> sure. Uh,
0: that it's
1: more lettuce. <laughs> M-M-L-L. No, I don't know.
0: Anyway, I feel really sad that the B for bread doesn't get, uh, like, a, an initial. It should be, like, B-B-L-T. Mm-hmm.
1: Ba- baby
0: LT. Yeah. You know when people are, like, hanging out with my... BB. BBs, yes, yeah.
1: I have, I have heard that. I've definitely never said it myself.
0: <laughs> hey, how do you feel about Bay? Like hanging out, hanging with my Bay. Hmm.
1: I like it. I feel like I'm kind of not equipped to say it. Yeah,
0: I feel like I aged out. of Exactly.
1: It. Like I'm, I'm uh, like just out of the do, Bay Range. Yeah,
0: I'm not supposed to do that anymore. I'm not
1: in Generation Bay.
0: I also just the 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 cranky old lady part of me is like, listen, it, it, you don't even. There's not even like a like a second syllable that you're you're avoiding by just saying bay babe is still one syllable?
1: Oh, but I, when you said that, I was like, "Isn't it short for baby?" But no, it, you're right. It's babe. <laughs>
0: Isn't it short for babe? It
1: seems like it. I think I thought you were what you were going to uh, get pedantic well, about was a a bay is a body of water.
0: No, no, like like sometimes you know, um, like sometimes when, like sometimes I just can't be bothered to say the whole word. Like uh-huh. like when I'm like making dumplings, I'm like I'm making some dumps. Yes, because it is too difficult I sometimes. Guess, guess- Guess what, family? I'm
1: making some dumps. <laughs> Everyone, get over here.
0: Anyway, no. Um, but sometimes I just can't be bothered to say dump ling. Right? Oh, I totally Two understand. Syllables. It's too difficult. Dumps. Yeah. So really, but bay and babe, same number of syllables. Just finish the word.
1: So here's here's the one that I come up with that drives my family crazy. Okay. Um, is i probably said it on the show. And instead of my pleasure, I'd like to say my pledge.
0: Um, Ash likes to say. My pleasure, my Liz.
1: Nice. Right? I thought I invented this and no one else says it, but I guess not.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fine. Uh, anyway, okay, so, but yeah, we're talking about BLTs today, or BBLTs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, also, I feel bad every the-
1: Every time you say BBLT, I think you're going to say BBW. <laughs> What's BB? It's a big, beautiful woman.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Wow. Okay. Uh, anyway, I should also add that I learned that these initials, BLT, mm-hmm. probably began as restaurant shorthand, you know, like from from a server to a cook. Like, oh. I'll take, you know, I need two BLTs on Not table three. the BLT. Yeah, 86 BLTs. That's,
1: that is now all the restaurant lingo that I know.
0: Right. I've, I've got three BLTs all night. All, um, all day? I always <laughs> messed that up when I was working in a restaurant. I three BLTs it, all day. I
1: think it's all day. Yeah. Um,
0: and I was always like, "It's not day anymore, guys. It's like 8 p.m."
1: When when you at some point did you read like a list of diner slang, like like that cooks allegedly and and uh, servers allegedly no. call like like I can't think of any of now. Like a shingle with a smear is like toast with butter, or I think.
0: I just say toast with butter I
1: know like I don't believe any of these things are real if you've worked in a like an old-fashioned diner and you and you know of any diner slang and you can like attest please whether any know. diner slang was used there please spilled let us know
0: okay uh, anyway so here Matthew that's me can I can I Wikipedia on you a little bit
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would okay so I've I, been waiting so long for you to say that
0: so here's the deal I learned that so you know club sandwiches.
1: I do, although, to be honest, I had to have a club sandwich explained to me yesterday by wife of the show, Lori.
0: I had to look up club sandwiches Mm -hmm. because I kept reading that that, um, the BLT was like a descendant of the club sandwich, and I was like, wait a minute, like... What's like, how are they related? Well, so apparently the club sandwich was invented a little bit before the BLT. Like, there were club sandwiches around in like the late 1800s, mm-hmm.
1: okay? And a club, maybe at the country club. Maybe.
0: And a club, oh, a club sandwich. Do you think it was invented
1: by Arnold Palmer. <sighs> hey, Bay. Hey
0: Hey, Bay. <laughs> anyway (laughs) anyway nice one i say what you did there (laughs) anyway uh so a club sandwich for the uninitiated Mm -hmm. or Matthew is um I feel
1: like I'm about to be initiated so
0: one layer of it is a BLT Uh uh-huh and then there's like another sandwich stacked on top (laughs) right which is basically a a BLT with turkey sliced turkey or chicken is that right
1: I think that's right um yeah like The the discussion Lori and I were having was like whether the layers of the club sandwich are like two of the same thing or two different things. And I I don't know anything about this at all. I I
0: think we're still unclear on this, really. But anyway, one layer of the BLT. If you
1: worked at a diner, what's a club sandwich and what do you call it?
0: Okay, one layer of a club sandwich is a BLT. Yeah. And so the BLT is, in fact apparently like it came after the club sandwich and some people say that it it sort of came from the club sandwich it
1: was it it was born when uh, some like uh, rich person ordered the club sandwich and it was like i'm just going to like throw away this top layer and just right, eat the- it
0: or like you know I, I can't like some maybe some dainty lady at the country club oh, yes. or dainty man uh-huh or dainty dainty non-binary person uh-huh. was like I can't fit my mouth around this sandwich. Club sandwiches are ridiculous.
1: I'm I'm glad you said that because I think part of the reason I've never had a club sandwich is because I don't know how to eat it. Right?
0: So I think that that's where BLTs came from. We sound so
1: dumb. People
0: were just like, get rid of this top layer. I want to cut to the good stuff that I can actually put my mouth around.
1: Oh, could the new slogan of our show be cut to the good stuff?
0: That I can actually put (laughs) my mouth around. I guess that would make people fast
1: forward a lot. Yeah.
0: Okay, anyway, so the BLT, basically, the first mention of it is, like, around 1900. Okay. It started showing up in cookbooks and stuff. Like, okay, so this sandwich is almost certainly an American invention, although none of the ingredients, obviously, are uniquely American. I mean, mayonnaise, for one thing, is French. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Right? I think bread was invented in America.
0: But the Earl of Sandwich?
1: I was not serious. What are you
0: talking about? (laughs) Anyway... Um, I
1: don't think bread was also, amer- invented in America. Also, I don't know America. why I
0: thought of the Earl of <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: He came well, way after bread.
1: Well, but but to be fair, he probably wasn't American because we don't have Earls, although That's I'm not true. sure. That's I don't, true. I mean, we have people named Earl. That's true. Like Earl Scruggs.
0: Who's Earl Scruggs? I'm not
1: sure. I think he's a musician. It was just a name that popped to mind. Can we think of, any, can we uh, we think of anyone named Earl? We have a Seattle-based
0: musician named Shelby Earl. Okay.
1: okay. There you
0: go. Uh, Anyway, so, yeah. Tomatoes, not uniquely American. Uh Lettuce, not uniquely American. But but tomatoes... not uniquely American.
1: Are a new world product.
0: Yeah, but not
1: uniquely uniquely American.
0: Right. But anyway, so the BLT was probably, though, I'll put together in its form in the U.S., uh, although it is... So, in the U.S., It is the second most popular sandwich after the ham sandwich. Oh, okay. But in the UK, it's the number one sandwich. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. According to Wikipedia.
1: I'm going to ask a question that now I'm afraid we won't be able to answer. But in England, do they make it with that back bacon?
0: I have no idea. Yeah, I don't
1: know either. I have no idea. If you're in England, which I know some of our listeners actually are.
0: God, please, listeners, help us out with this episode. We do not know
1: anything. No, this is going really well so far.
0: Okay. Well, let's. Hey, before we go on, can we make the BLTs and then then we can talk? Yeah, I'm. More? I'm
1: excited to eat a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said that as if I was a robot that was recently plugged in. Um,
0: it is 10:23. <laughs> I am excited
1: on a th- to eat a sandwich.
0: It's 10:23 on a Thursday morning. No please, better time to eat a do BLT. Don't disassemble me. Okay. All right. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace.
1: And Squarespace is so easy. It makes it so easy to create a website that you can just pop to Squarespace.com and kind of accidentally fall into a great website. Whoops. Like my website that I'm going to make, which is called AccidentallyAwesome.com.
0: Oh, man. what Do you do? You sell stuff at
1: Accidentally Awesome? Not at all. It's just about being the best you accidentally. So you know there are all kinds of YouTube videos like you know makeup videos like exercise videos about how you have to work really hard to be your best self not at accidentallyawesome.com and I can make it's it's all about how to be your best self by just kind of like tripping and falling into it.
0: Amazing and I bet because Squarespace makes it so easy to like show off your beautiful photographs Uh and things like that that you've got like a a beautiful full color accidentally awesome website.
1: That's right and it looks great on any device. You could be walking down the street looking at accidentallyawesome.com or any Squarespace site on your phone. It's going to render perfectly. And because you're staring at it, you're going to trip and fall directly into your best self.
0: Go to squarespace.com slash slash spilled for a free trial.
1: And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code spilled to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain.
0: That's squarespace.com slash spilled offer code spilled. You know, the more I think about the fact that we're eating this at ten thirty in the morning, uh-huh.
1: it feels, feels right to me. It feels
0: right to me. Like I, I feel like this is a great breakfast.
1: It. I mean, maybe it's just partly because it, involves it has bacon, bacon it. in it, but it feels like this is in the breakfast sandwich family. I know that yeah. might be a shocking assertion I mean, to some well, people.
0: You know, people add, of course, all kinds of things to BLTs, like avocado, yep. a black, black. Uh, or turkey, or you could probably add a fried egg.
1: If you add turkey, that makes it like a. Uh,
0: Club, half a club, half a club. The other half a club.
1: Okay, okay. let's take some bites. Oh. Mmm. Ah. Mm. Oh. Ah.
0: Oh. Okay. I bit from the Matthew. Will you talk about how we mm-hmm. we arranged the bacon?
1: Okay. So Molly, well, let's oh. go through through the ingredients.
0: But I would just hold on. I need to eat this for a minute. Okay. Can
1: we just yeah. pause the show or something? Mmm. I don't want to stop. Oh God. We're gonna definitely oh. make another one of these. It's so good. Ah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh man, yeah. which side are you putting down against your tongue?
1: Mm, the bacon side. Me too. Yeah, friend of the show Dan Pashman would be so proud of you for asking that.
0: Mm, oh my God, I'm having a real, real time. Mm. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good tomato pick.
0: Mm. Thank you. I think these might be like Paul Robeson. Or something Oh
1: wow! Is that the name of a tomato?
0: I think I think it is. Okay,
1: I I feel like I I I like that tomato name as long as it was named by a person of color,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Otherwise, I have a problem with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Where do we even begin? I have one more bite, so I'm not going to begin yet.
0: Okay. Listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let me start talking about the smoothie shop.
1: Okay. Yeah. This just in. BLTs are good.
0: Ah. Uh. Oh, my God, I need a bath. I think mm-hmm. that's how it should be, right?
1: Yep. Did I give you a napkin? No. <laughs> I think I got myself two napkins. It's okay.
0: I've got jeans. It's cool. I licked my fingers, and now I'm wiping my own saliva all over my pants. Cool. Not the first time.
1: And certainly not the last.
0: Okay. So here's the that's deal. That's called
1: Wikipediaing on your pants.
0: So, guys, I, I know we've been doing this this show for uh, almost nine years now. Almost nine years. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever talked about this, which is shocking because I think I've talked about everything.
1: I know. I think on this show. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if I tried to make a list of just things, things I've learned about your life from the show, right? Um, it's like, I I know more about you like from the show than from being your friend.
0: Well, as we've established, our friendship mostly exists. <laughs> yeah.
1: On, on Mike.
0: On, on Mike. I, we're so awkward off mic. I know. Really hard. <laughs> anyway, but um, okay. So here's the deal. When I was, I think it was maybe my junior or senior year of high school, there was a smoothie shop that was uh, in a strip shopping center just off May Avenue. It was called Celestial Smoothies. And it was owned by this attractive man Mm -hmm. who... He may be his, the, he, his
1: name was Jonathan no, his, Smoothie. His name was Tony. Oh, Tony Smoothie.
0: And he was prematurely gray. I think that he was probably in his late thirties, maybe forty.
1: Uh, you, but he was would totally you say he gray. Was a, a I'm going to coin a term Silver here. Silver fox. Oh, that's what I was going to yeah. say.
0: Now, anyway, but I think he might be the. I think I think this might be the first instance of my ever looking at a man who f- seemed. Old to me, Mm -hmm. or older, and thinking he was really handsome. Nice, because up to this point, you know, like I found sixteen-year-old boys attractive. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so Tony was a major deadhead, (laughs) big time deadhead. Anyway, and I have to say that, like, he was really ahead of his time in opening Celestial Smoothies Uh in the strip shopping center. Oh, so it was like
1: pre, like oh, this was pre Jamba
0: Juice, pre all that stuff. Anyway, Celestial Smoothies did not live long, but um, it was really good while it was there, and I had a summer job there.
1: Okay. Oh, so you know a lot about making – we haven't done a smoothie episode, have we? Did we? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so because I don't own a blender.
0: I have to say that also what I, what like in retrospect, Celestial Smoothies was so awesome because they didn't add like, um, you know how it's very hard to find a smoothie out in the world that doesn't have like frozen yogurt added Mm -hmm. to it or like vanilla yogurt or something that sweetens it more Uh, than the fruit?
1: That and also protein powder. It's hard to avoid.
0: Yes. He was just using like frozen fruit Mm -hmm. and like actual yogurt.
1: Yep. we and need to do a smoothie episode.
0: Anyway, okay. So anyway.
1: I still don't know why you're talking about the smoothie he also
0: shop. So he, the, like the one non-smoothie thing that he sold in the shop was like, I guess it was two. Two different kinds of sandwiches. One okay. that was like a turkey sandwich and one that was a vegetarian sandwich. And so one of my jobs there was to uh, make the sandwiches. okay. And there was, like, this back room where sandwich prep happened, and there was this big poster up above the cutting board. Sure. And it was a poster. It was a big picture of a sandwich that showed, like, the, quote-unquote, proper order of a, of sandwich ingredients, according to, I, I don't know, some big food conglomerate God. somewhere. God. Anyway, Tony took me over to this poster... And was like,
1: a, did he have an accent? I want him to have an accent, please. He, no, he
0: did not have an accent. I, he basically, I
1: will tell you about life. And no, sandwiches. no, he was
0: just like an American dude, but he was really cool and really
1: handsome. Hey, man, I'm gonna tell you about life and sandwiches.
0: Uh, almost. Anyway, the poster like didn't explain why things were done in a certain way, and Tony explained that to me. Oh, Tony okay. was like, okay, so if if there's if there's a tomato. And if, if there's a tomato, there needs to be lettuce between the tomato and the bread.
1: Uh, so to, or pr- to protect- A protective layer, yes. like a Gore-Tex.
0: Or there needs to be, like cheese could be a protective layer. Okay, uh, In theory, like a, you know, a solid layer of like sandwich meat could be a protective mm-hmm. layer. But that like- Any the, of
1: these things can act as sandwich Gore-Tex.
0: Yes. But that like the, there was a, an order to things. So if, um, so for instance, I, I sort of like- internalized this. Oh, and I came to understand, too, that, like, there was a reason... This was the first time I ever encountered the thought of, like, that the order of things you put in a sandwich would dictate the order in which they encounter your tongue. And what, like, do you put... If you're putting mayo on one on one piece of bread and mustard on the other, do you put the mustard on the top piece or does the mayo go on the top piece?
1: As you're speaking, I'm like rotating an invisible sandwich in my See, hands. See, I'm
0: thinking, I don't actually remember what the poster said about this, but I'm thinking that mayo should go on the top piece because when you eat, the top piece, like the, in, the bottom layer of the top piece is gonna encounter your tongue, I think, before... The inside of the bottom piece.
1: Maybe as it slides
0: around and stuff.
1: I don't know about that. I would. I mean, You're trying to explain this Tony to me without we're all not of, standing in front of the diagram.
0: Okay. Was okay. this
1: diagram like like an exploded layers of yeah, sandwich? Totally. Like, like it's something you'd see in modernist cuisine. Exactly. Okay.
0: Exactly. It was big too. I mean, this was like you know 16 by 24 or something. This was a big poster.
1: And did you did you get one for yourself and like put <laughs> it above your bed?
0: I wish it was hot. <laughs> anyway. So, Matthew, when it came time for us to discuss just a second ago how we were going to assemble our BLT. Oh, the the
1: flashback is over. We're back to the present. (laughs) I
0: thought of Tony and like the proper ordering of sandwich ingredients, as I learned from Tony, which which, as I also explained, I've sort of forgotten. But anyway, here's what Matthew and I decided, listener. I want to
1: take someone aside and teach them the ways of sandwiches.
0: <laughs> you want to strip off their sandwich Gore-Tex and, yeah. and get right to the meat of it.
1: Well, I mean, I, you said it.
0: Anyway, you know what I want to do. Uh-huh. Anyway, okay, so what we decided was that we, so we lightly toasted the bread. Because you don't want it to be too toasted or it's like really abrasive on the old palate.
1: Yes, okay. I, I think we got into this on the toast episode, okay, long, long ago.
0: So anyway, we had two pieces of bread. You did light mayo on yep. both of them.
1: I definitely like, as you know, I'm a little scared of mayo. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want like a thickness of mayo that that sort of like can encounter my tongue in like a glob. Yeah. Uh, but uh, definitely the, the light layer of mayo for moist tanginess. And then the way I... Sorry em- to everyone that, that uh, just got upset because I used the word, the M word.
0: The, the way that I envisioned it going from top to bottom was, you know, bread with mayo on it. Yep, Bacon in a thin, even layer. Yep. So what we did was we cut two strips of bacon in half and then like laid the four halves down to make like a perfect tile of bacon.
1: This episode should come with a diagram. It should. It it's should. not going Do to. Do you remember
0: when we did our like raclette episode or whatever the hell that was? We <laughs> uh-huh. asked listeners to send in like a diagram of the raclette maker that I used with my boyfriend when I was like 21. It must have
1: been the fondue episode because I don't think we actually did a raclette episode, oh, but maybe we should. it was
0: the fondue episode. Anyway. Okay. So basically, Basically, top to bottom, bacon, tomato, sliced quarter of an inch thick, and then lettuce, one sheet of of iceberg lettuce, maybe like torn to properly fit the sandwich, Mm -hmm. then mayo again, and then bread. So I envisioned, actually, when I would pick up and eat this, I envisioned that the bacon would be on top. And yes. the lettuce on the bottom. However, when you and I both ate this, we both put the bacon closest to our tongue.
1: Yeah, like you picked up the sandwich wanna... and kind of flipped it.
0: Yeah. I, I want to try again and see what I think about the, the, having the lettuce closest to Oh, you to mean we mouth. have
1: to eat another one? Yeah.
0: But basically, the whole idea was we were sort of encasing the tomato between these waterproof layers. One, the bacon. And won the lettuce.
1: You, I feel like we might be sandwich artists.
0: We might. <laughs> anyway,
1: I wonder if there's anywhere we could get a job with that sort of title. Is it
0: Subway. Yes. Is that, okay. Uh, anyway, so
1: I was very happy with how the sandwich turned out.
0: Me too. I feel like all of our reasoning was was
1: correct. Was sound.
0: So basically, yeah. So, so oh, and we tried. So one of the pieces of bacon that we put in was th- like thick cut, and one was regular supermarket bacon.
1: And so you, could you read the thing you oh, wrote yeah. down? So
0: I, I learned on Wikipedia that uh, Chef Ed Lee, who is in, what, Louisville, Kentucky, That sounds right. He's the author
1: of Smoke and Pickles, and I think I, another cookbook. I,
0: I've eaten in one of his restaurants. Um, Great chef. Yeah, he's incredible. Anyway, so, you know, a lot of food people, like you and me, Matthew, yeah. would say that you need best quality ingredients in a BLT, right? Because of the simplicity of it. Like Mm -hmm. you you can't like put no like mealy winter tomato in there.
1: I I would agree with that part.
0: I would too. But anyway, Ed Lee, let's talk about bacon for a second. Ed Lee says, quote, your general supermarket bacon is not going to cut the mustard. Okay, now number one. How do we feel about his use of the "cutting the mustard" idiom?
1: You think that was like a sandwich pun?
0: I I think he was trying, but it doesn't work for me. It's like a mixed metaphor.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't cut the mayo. It is what cut, he, is what I, I think, think he, that's meant. What he meant. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: But anyway, do we agree based on our our sample size of one? We did so half of half of what we ate was with supermarket bacon, half was with thick cut.
1: Yep. So I my. Th- Hypothesis was that the th- that I would not like the thick cut bacon as much because I was afraid it was going to like pull out, not bite cleanly, and like pull out of the sandwich. No, it didn't. It didn't. It it was great. It was. I, great. I think I liked that side better. Mm-hmm. However, I think. The main reason I liked it better was just that there was a higher ratio of bacon. Yes. And if we had like doubled up the thin slice supermarket bacon on that side of the sandwich, I probably would have liked that just as well. Can we try that? Let's try it. Okay. Uh,
0: okay, wait, let's move on. Let's talk about the, the, the lettuce. Okay. So you asked me when we were planning this episode, like mm-hmm. what kind of lettuce should you buy? And I instinctively was like, Iceberg.
1: Yeah, and because, I was like, "Okay, I know what that is."
0: Because I feel like you don't want a lettuce that's going to get
1: like, <laughs> also. Slippery. You have like uh, your your great uh, great grandmother died on the Titanic, and like so you just like the word iceberg just comes out sometimes, like when you're in a fugue state.
0: You know, I do actually have great greats who died on the Lusitania. Oh wow, right? I mean, <laughs> I that, mean, I that mean, that wasn't
1: that wasn't an iceberg, right?
0: No, that wasn't okay. an iceberg. That was like torpedo yeah. or something. It was what World War, II? which is also
1: a kind of sandwich. World War One. Yes. But anyway, it was
0: my great great grandparents. Rest in rough,
1: peace. Rough rough stuff. You know,
0: war is to be avoided. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that that hair. You
1: know, what I say, what is it even good for?
0: <sighs> Make love, not war. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I think iceberg lettuce is the way to go. You want a lettuce that's crunchy, that is not going to get slippery and slimy, and that also I think like doesn't bring a tremendous amount of flavor. Like I don't want I don't want arugula.
1: Online. No, uh, yeah. uh, that sounds pretty good. But it's a, that's but it's like a, different a different thing. thing. Yeah. Um, so don't some people, including wife of the show, Lori, argue that the lettuce is not necessary and like a bacon and tomato sandwich might be what you're really after. I you don't know, think I agree.
0: Ed Levine, founder of Serious okay. Eats, he has argued that the BLT does not require lettuce as it is, quote, superfluous.
1: I was surprised. Okay, so first, what do you what do you think?
0: Well, so um, uh, another like a food and wine writer, John Bonet, who I believe is at MSNBC now. He Uh, he certainly here in Seattle a long time ago.
1: I was surprised when I looked at the BLT Wikipedia page. Like, like I know all these people.
0: Isn't that weird? It's almost (laughs) like we've been like in this industry for a while. Yeah, we've been
1: we've been steeped too long. I think.
0: Anyway, John Bonet described this as shocking. Mm -hmm. Do you find it shocking? Do Do you agree? Do what, what?
1: do you? I think shocking is a strong word yeah. when applied to lettuce. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah.
0: like okay. If I, mean, I found out that shocking, lettuce... I, I'm oh, sorry. I was about to get political again.
1: Okay, no, no. Let, okay. Let's let's let's, let's try give this, this a comedy show. If if I learned and was convinced that uh, a head of lettuce had a brain inside and was sentient, shocking. That would be shocking. Yes. If I hear that someone does or does not like lettuce on their sandwich, that doesn't quite rise to the level of yeah. shocking for me. Here's
0: the thing. Okay, I get it. I think maybe, Ed Levine, I think you might be right. I think that a BLT does not need lettuce. I don't think anything needs lettuce.
1: Oh, wait, now I'm shocked. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> I I like a BLT with lettuce because in particular, I love the like watery crunch of, of Iceberg.
1: Yeah, I do too. I I use iceberg lettuce pretty often. I like it on tacos very much. Yeah. Um, I like the
0: flavor of iceberg.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm still going to eat the sandwich if you take the lettuce off, but I want the lettuce on there.
0: I do too. I do too. Okay. Hold on. So a lot of these food people... Also feel that you should use a beefsteak tomato.
1: I don't know if I know really what a beefsteak well, tomato a beef is. a beefsteak
0: tomato is what I think of as like the classic like American summer tomato. It's pretty oh, big. Oh, like a Jersey tomato. A, a Jersey tomato. Exactly. A Jersey we a tomato.
1: From a from a listener who, who felt that we were not being fair to New Jersey in a recent episode in which we were not being fair to New Jersey.
0: Oh, the, yeah. I mean, New Jersey is actually like a state that has a lot of good stuff going for uh-huh. it. The wow, least... it sounds
1: like you are under duress. <laughs>
0: uh, no, I actually believe it. So my my ex-husband is from New Jersey. Uh-huh. I've spent a fair amount of time there, and I've never felt anything less than good about it. I mean, killer pizza there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Also, Jersey corn and tomatoes cannot be beat.
1: It's, it's, that's why they call it the BLT state. The, the B- BLTC state, because you put a little corn in there, too. Oh. They wait, they do? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, not that I know of. <laughs>
0: anyway, a beefsteak tomato I think of as like the classic, like big American tomato. Okay. It's,
1: that's what that's what came to mind.
0: Yeah, it's like bright red. It compared to some of the heirlooms, it has fewer seeds. It's got like a firmer flesh.
1: Okay. I I think I want like a more I don't care whether or not my tomato has seeds. And because they they don't really register. Also, the seeds, like the
0: jelly around the seeds is is part of where the flavor comes in.
1: Yeah. I don't want my BLT tomato to bite back, really. I want it to be like a soft melting texture.
0: Well, so the tomato. uh, Okay, so we're recording this episode. We're
1: recording this episode? I thought this was (laughs) private. Oh, God,
0: Matthew. We're recording this episode on July 26th.
1: (laughs) Who are you, Michael Cohen? In
0: Seattle. Um, and I, even though it's been a really hot summer here, when I went to the farmer's market yesterday to get tomatoes for our BLTs, I I went to a farmer's market that was a pretty good size. Mm -hmm. There was only one stand that had tomatoes yet.
1: I feel like it's still a little early early here. But by the time you hear this episode... It's going to be peak. peak Yeah, it will be time. So
0: I could not find any beefsteak tomatoes yesterday. Instead, I bought like a a beautiful heirloom. Um, I think one is a type called Paul Robeson. Um, and I think another another of the ones that I bought might be a Cherokee purple. I can't okay. really tell. But these are these are like soft. Uh, wow,
1: like, I feel the same way about both of those names.
0: I know. I know. Why do we why do we name things such? Um, uh, why do we name things like being about like the, the color of skin and stuff?
1: Wow. <laughs> Let's move on.
0: Uh, is there a way to address this? well as a as a white person and do this right
1: well i mean i think i think uh like to to go back to what i said earlier like i i think it's okay for it, it it's uh fine and good for it to be a cherokee tomato if it was named by, by a, a member a, of, of, the, of cherokee the cherokee nation tribe. yes
0: yeah. yeah okay great let's hope that it was yes. okay
1: i'm I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt it too,
0: sadly. Um, Anyway, so yeah, what we've got today are are sort of those like um, more juicy tomatoes. Yes. And I did not mind, man. I mean, I I, bathed myself in that
1: Mm, tomato bath.
0: Uh, uh, Can we make another one? Yeah, let's do it. This episode is brought to you by Left Field Farms.
1: Left Field Farms is that refreshing new dairy brand founded on a left field thought. Just let the cow do its thing. Yeah, and... man.
0: These cows eat non-GMO feed. They get access to pastures with shade and plenty of water, and they get to just be cows in the grass, being cows.
1: You know what I like to do in the summer, Molly? <laughs> what do you like to uh, do? I like to get myself a sleeve of cookies. Not sure why I said <laughs> sleeve. Uh-huh. Uh, I like to go out in the park and find a shady tree and sit under the tree with my sleeve like a of cow. cookies yep and uh, and some left field farms milk and dip my cookies in milk and even you know with that le- level of pastoral relaxation <laughs> i am probably not as relaxed and well cared for as a left field farms cow
0: whoa okay wow um, but
1: i'm working on it <laughs>
0: <laughs> never stop, Matthew. Never give up. Anyway, you can find Left Field Farms in your dairy aisle. They make delicious milk and coffee
1: creamer. Wonderful things come out of Left Field. So next time you're in the dairy aisle, take a fresh look and choose Left Field Farms. Okay, we're back with sandwich number two.
0: Yeah, I'm back too. <laughs>
1: That's sandwich number two speaking.
0: Okay, wait, hold on. So wait, which end is the, the thicker bacon?
1: Oh, this is all the thinner bacon. I just double layered it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. This one is on burritos, Mm-hmm. which is a little...
1: The bread's a little sweeter. And it's I, a little stretchier. Mm-hmm.
0: So it kind of like gets these nice little indentations mm-hmm. where my fingers are, even though yeah. it's
1: toasted. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't feel strongly that either one is better than the other, but I feel I like... I like the other bread. I think I like the other bread because it's a little less sweet. Mm-hmm. I I do feel like I've confirmed for myself my hypothesis that two layers of thin bacon is as good as one layer of thick bacon. I
0: agree. Mm-hmm. Will you also talk about your, your mayo application?
1: Oh. I just realized, like, the problem is still there.
0: Oh, no. Uh, I didn't clean it up. Wait. So well, I was looking at Matthew's bookshelf while mm-hmm. he was making a sandwich
1: and i pulled a dollop of mayo out of the jar on a knife and part of it slopped off and plopped onto the stove
0: yeah but then you started freaking out about something else too what was oh, that
1: that like when i spread the mayo a little of it went over the edge of the bread and and uh, made like some nubs along the side of the bread that i had to shear off because i don't want to see that sort of thing <laughs> i i'm not an I'm, adult
0: i'm proud of you for you know, for as, like, condiment-phobic as you are, I'm proud of you for still applying a nice, even thin layer of mayo.
1: I was taught by the best.
0: Mm-hmm. Who, who's that? You. Oh, me! Oh, I'm the best! Oh!
1: You took me over to a poster. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a sandwich poster. It was just a motivational <laughs> poster. Like, that had said,
0: p- Molly's the best. Listen to her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. They had a picture of you, like, standing next to a tree. Uh-huh. And it just said, grow. (laughs) I was like, yeah, okay.
0: That's a version of of the the other, the original poster of me, which Mm -hmm. was me standing next to a flower, and that said, bloom where you're planted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have had such a hard time lately finding a suitably motivational oven mitt. (laughs) I bought a fucking gray oven mitt because I went to the store. I couldn't find I couldn't find a bloom where you're planted. I couldn't find a like Life, life's a hoot. <laughs> I couldn't find life's a hoot. I couldn't find grow like Wait, a what tree. Ha-
0: what happened to the one that we that you bought when we were in Tokyo?
1: Um, oh, that was uh, that was not an oven mitt. That was a pot like a square potholder that uh, that's a bear that um. says um, why uh, why will you not go out with me.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <So weird.
1: laughs> oh, it actually says, "I am a bear. Why will you not go out with me?" Um, God,
0: I feel like. Do you think mm, that that was made for like bears? The sandwich? No, I mean like people who identify as. bears. I don't
1: think so. I don't. I think. think so I think that's part of what makes it funny is that it that it's so. The word just isn't coming to me. Yeah. I think. I think I just hit.
0: Hit hit peak BLT. You know mm-hmm. what? I don't like it with that brioche. The brioche is yeah, too sweet. It's
1: too sweet. Like a sturdy like Pullman loaf is the way to go.
0: Yeah. Um, like, okay.
1: a, like a uh, Pepperidge Farm Toasting White if you're on the East Coast. Ooh. The pe- Pepperidge Farm Toasting White is the best thing that's not available in the Pacific Northwest. I don't
0: even know what it is.
1: It's just a really good quality supermarket white bread. But it's A, it's called Toasting White. And B, you can't get it here and that makes it seem so much better.
0: And here you bought Franz or Franz brand homestyle white. I would say just a white that is not sweet. Not like you don't, sweet. You don't want like a honey white. And like,
1: I, I feel like one, just one notch sturdier than like a Wonder Bread. Although Wonder Bread's not going to be bad.
0: No, it's not going to be bad at all. And I also think, I'm going I'm to take a stand here that might be controversial for the food people.
1: It, will it be shocking?
0: Uh, Probably. Let's i do burn don't,
1: the lettuce. I don't
0: think that you should use like a Pau Levin or like a crusty. I don't think you should use a crusty bread. This is a time for to use a sandwich loaf.
1: Oh, I completely agree. But can you please say that word again?
0: Pain au levain.
1: Pain au levain.
0: Also, I don't. I don't think you need homemade mayo for this thing. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say. Best Foods slash Hellman's now and forever.
1: So this is sort of a conglomeration of perfectly engineered food products. Yes, right? I it mean, totally is. It's not because we're not buying the whole sandwich. The sandwich itself, I don't think, qualifies as perfectly engineered. But the bread is and the bacon is and the, the I tomato mean, iceberg is, lettuce. Yeah.
0: I, iceberg lettuce is maybe a perfectly engineered lettuce. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so you heard it here first.
0: We have a new perfectly engineered food product.
1: Except... No, this this is a new category. This is a a perfectly engineered food conglomeration. It's a PEFC.
0: Oh, wow.
1: This this taxonomy is going to get rich and, and branchy. This episode was brought to you by Left Field Farms.
0: Left Field Farms cows eat non GMO feed. They've got plenty of water, shade. These are happy cows who get to just do the things cows do.
1: And that makes for delicious milk and delicious coffee creamer and a delicious life for you.
0: <laughs> the next time you're in the dairy aisle, take a fresh look and choose Left Field Farms. Okay, I feel like we're done with this episode.
1: I do too. What have we learned? <laughs> BLTs are very good. We've learned so much. No, I think that was good. I think I went from being like a real BLT virgin to like a fumbling BLT adolescent.
0: Yeah. Oh, Um, man. Just think of the fun you're going to have getting good at BLTs. Yeah,
1: I think like uh, I'm going to make this again. I know. (laughs) I know. Again, this is a shocking thing to say, but I'm going to this is not going to be my last BLT. Oh,
0: good. (laughs) Good. Great. Okay.
1: You can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com and on Facebook.com at Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast. We definitely ask you to weigh in on diner slang. Right. And something, yes.
0: wait, something else, too, and I don't remember. Well, I mean,
1: they all listen to the episode. Oh, club are-
0: sandwiches. How do we eat a club sandwich? Help um, us.
1: Th- it's the only sandwich I know of that's cut into quarters, Right.
0: Well and, and it's really like that thick. It's it's, it's like, like
1: cut into quarters and like piled up like in a weird Lego sort of way. Yeah,
0: it's it's heading in the direction of a Dagwood sandwich.
1: Yeah. It's it's heading in this it's it's a hybrid of a Dagwood sandwich and like a Lego castle set.
0: Okay, you can also find us on Instagram uh, at Spilled Milk Podcast.
1: Uh, and on all your favorite podcasting platforms, including CastBox. If you've got an Android phone. Or it's, CastBox is available for both kinds of oh, phones. Oh, it is? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, cool.
1: Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Undercast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Broke my arm, so I got a uh, cast. Uh-huh. I will
1: sign my cast.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, sign my cast. Sign my cast
1: is an app that lets you get autographs <laughs> from your favorite podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Iron glass not participating. <laughs> and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I'm Paul Levin.
0: <laughs> I'm Hel- Hellman's East of the Rockies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See you next time.
0: Do you remember when we recorded an episode last year with me with like a um, ice pack in my my bra?
1: Yeah, was that was that the macaroni and cheese? Maybe
0: I think I might do it again today.
1: You you are welcome to. I'm sure we've got <sighs> an ice pack. Okay. Why pick one city, one beach, one restaurant, or even one view?